You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to From Beneath the Hollywood Sign. If you love old movies, Hollywood history, or the golden age of filmmaking, you've come to the right place. This is the podcast that talks about amazing stories of Tinseltown from another era and fascinating conversations with writer-producer Steve Kubine and actress-writer Nan McNamara. So, Steve, did Ava Gardner and Howard Hughes have a good relationship? Well, they did until he dislocated her jaw. What? Well, don't worry. She hit him back with an ashtray. From Beneath the Hollywood Sign is the gin joint for you. in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff. This is Triviality. Best wishes and warmest regards to all of our listeners. Uh, This is our Schitt's Creek bonus episode here at Triviality. Yeah, and thank you for joining us. If this is the first time you're listening to Triviality, just a reminder, this is a bonus episode. Uh, We have normal episodes that come out every Tuesday that are about an hour long, have about 35 general knowledge questions, and we'll uh, recreate the pub trivia experience. But if you're here today, it's because you're a big fan of Schitt's Creek, uh, a wonderful show that came into our hearts uh, a few years ago and uh, has won so many Emmys in their final season. Uh, It's a show that you must check out, and I'm sure if you're here listening, you're a big fan of it. Uh, many of us have watched the show thrice times through, just like David would say. But um, we have uh, some wonderful guests here to introduce for today's bonus episode. But Jeff, you're joining us today, and I you're am. you're a fan of Schitt's Creek. I am indeed. Yeah, I uh, I came into the show. I th- was it on your recommendation? I think it was. Yeah, uh, we loved it. Um, Cabaret is one of my favorite episodes. Um, I assume many other people feel the same way. But uh, just uh, you know, the show transitions from just this, like really you know, strong ensemble comedy into a very heartfelt and very much a, uh, you know, I think more of the show we needed and des- than, and than deserved necessarily. But yeah, I, I totally agree with you. It's uh, the dark night of shows. <laughs> it's the dark night of shows. <laughs> um, but no, it's a wonderful show. Uh, we're all huge fans of it here, but um, we're not as big of fans of the show as our contestants that we have here today. So I'd love to introduce our competitors who put their name in the hat to play Shits Creek, tri- Shits Creek trivia. Excuse me. He's a local Shits Creek. So. A, lo- a local shit's crick. Uh, but anyway, we have some wonderful guests here. Uh, first, we'd like to introduce uh, an Oakland Five supporter uh, from Orlando. And we have Emily here with us today. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Doing well. And I know you're a super fan because uh, I think you talked about it even before signing up for this episode. But tell everyone just a little bit about yourself. And how about uh, your favorite uh, Shit's Creek uh, resident that isn't the, the four main characters? Yeah. um, So as you said, I'm based out of Orlando, Florida. I work in the hospitality industry down here. Um, I discovered Chits Creek uh, during lockdown, during the pandemic, and just fell in love with it immediately. Fell in love with all the characters. Um, But my favorite character outside of the main four, um, I think, would probably be Ted, um, the vet. I love, he's so punny and adorable. So yeah, definitely my favorite. Ted, Ted enables Alexis to do a lot of funny stuff too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
yeah, I think they were a great couple, but I also, uh, spoilers, I also love the choice that they they uh, were apart at the end. I think it was it was good. They, they were together. They learned a bunch of stuff, got better as people, and then were able to uh, to move on from each other. But, um, but yeah, thank you, Emily, for joining us today. And just like you said, I think a lot of people found this show during the pandemic, and it was sort of the perfect uh, pandemic antidote, uh, wouldn't you say, Jeff? Sure. I, w- I would say that. Yeah. Uh, makes you just... I don't know how, but I'd say that. <laughs> it just It makes you feel good. Um, all right, our next uh, competitor, uh, and also an Oakland oh, Five supporter. Antidote, not anecdote. Got it. Yes. Uh, also an Oakland <laughs> Five supporter uh, on Patreon, coming to us from Connecticut, and Jill is here. How are you, Jill? Good. How are you guys? Good. So nice to see you again. Uh, and uh, maybe uh, let us know a little bit about your world and your favorite uh, Schitt's Creek resident. Yeah. So like you said, I'm from Connecticut. Um, I'm a super big fan of Schitt's Creek. I've watched it several times, or at least had it on in the background lots and lots of times. Um, it's just a fun show to keep revisiting. Um, and my favorite secondary character, I think, is Patrick. Um, I just really love any episode with him involved. Patrick is wonderful. Great musician, too, and able to show his skills on the show. Uh, but yeah, no, I love Patrick. Uh, and uh, I believe he started, what, was season end of season three? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, what a great character. But uh, yeah, thank you for joining us, Jill, uh, once again. And our final competitor coming to us from Cary, North Carolina, hosted a wonderful game recently for us, a full game, if you want to go check that out. Uh, and that is Megan. How are you, Megan? Great. How are y'all? Doing great. Uh, and uh, same thing for you. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your favorite Schitt's Creek resident. Sure. So I'm a teacher here in Cary, North Carolina, and I've been watching Schitt's Creek since about 2019. Uh, my friend Claire introduced me to it and said, there's this great show on Netflix that's Canadian, and I feel like no one's talking about it. It's called Schitt's Creek. You should check it out. And I did, and I loved it and watched it many times since. Um, and my favorite secondary character, I would probably say Ronnie, because she's just so <laughs> funny and smart and headstrong and brings a lot of sincerity to the show that I just love and adore. So I'm going to go with Ronnie. Love Ronnie. I love uh, her running her female entrepreneurs uh, club that Moira mistakes for a lesbian club, uh, which she's running for uh, town council. Uh, but yes, Ronnie is great. Uh, so many great characters. Jeff, uh, how about you before we start? Ooh, let's see. Um, I mean, Ted, Ted's lovely. I know we've mentioned Ted already, but let me go. Um, I'm going to go Jocelyn. Jocelyn, Jocelyn yeah. is very, <laughs> very, very funny. Very self-possessed. Love her character. Well, who's the uh, mechanic guy? Ray. Ray. Bob. Bob, I'm Bob. sorry. Bob's garage. Sorry. Bob's garage. What am Bob. I thinking of? Ray oh, Ray is our Ray. first question coming up. Ray Butani, but Okay. No honorable mentions for <laughs> Mutt here? Uh, but, Bob, you know, not for I Mutt. I don't like Mutt. I'm not a big fan of Mutt. <laughs> yeah. I was glad to see him go. I wish they just, they, they uh, colored his beard just too dark. For his face, I, I think that was just his beard. If that's his real beard, that's a very—I mean, very good thick. for him, I guess. But it's very thick and and seems wrong for his his facial color. But um, I mean, my beard is very different than my hair color, so it looks. Uh, weird my, who who'd be mine? Um, I I feel bad saying Ted. I do like Ted a lot. I'd say Patrick. I like Patrick a lot. He brings a lot it, a good levity to the show. It's hard not to like Patrick. I think he brings out the best in in David and any of the other characters. Plus so. the way they handled their relationship uh, on TV, I thought was really cool. So nothing for uh, Eugene Levy's daughter though. No love for Twyla. Twyla. Mm, yeah, she's 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 good. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to it. Yeah, let's get to it. And speaking of daughters, uh, Chris Elliott's daughter Abby Elliott was the original um, Alexis before on, in the pilot before she was oh, recast. Cool. Yeah. Okay, uh, so this is how it's going to work. We have uh, just about 30 questions. We have a little bit more for fun, but we have 30 questions that are going to be uh, part of regulation. Um, our competitors are going to be answering uh, all the questions, which equates to 10 questions per person. Whoever has the most after the 30 will be uh, declared the winner. 
And if there's a tie, we'll just keep going until someone has the most questions because we have enough of them here. And I just wanted to thank uh, Bettina Michelli, Ann Putnam, and Lydia D'Agostino uh, for submitting some questions. Uh, we, we have just so many wonderful listeners sending in questions uh, when they're not able to be on an episode or if they just love the episode. Um, so can, please continue to do that. We, we cannot do it without you. Uh, we just love being able to include you as much as possible in all these bonuses. So thank you to, to all of them and uh, also to Colleen for helping go through a bunch of these questions as well. Um, but yeah, are, are you all ready here? Yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. All right. So, um, Ken, what order do you want to go in today for the questions? Let's go uh, Megan, Jillian, and Emily. All right. So, Megan, Jill, and uh, Emily. Okay. Reverse alphabetical. Bold choice. Uh, that's just how it's written on the paper. <laughs> okay. So, there's no thought put into it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, as we start here, just to get you warmed up, these won't count for points. Uh, this is our warm-up question. I just want you to name uh, all the professions, or at least uh, maybe four or five or six of them, that Ray Butani claims he has at one time or another throughout the show. <laughs> so can you just name them for fun? Name a few of them uh, one by one. Oh, he's a photographer at one point. That's right. Um, he's a realtor at one point. That's right. And uh, everyone else can chime in, too. It's just a warm-up. Okay. Yep. Realtor. Um, he does the business licenses. Yep, that's right. Jill? Uh, something to do with planning weddings. Yep. Uh, Megan? Oh, gosh. Um, doesn't he, like, sell mouse pads or something, or is that part of his photography? I think that was a little gift part of his photography, but... Um, okay. But you're all warmed up, I think. A few of them we wrote here are a real estate agent, as you said, town council, Christmas tree salesman, closet organizer... Oh. Blogger, podcaster, landlord, and travel agent. So there are many, many. We can forgive you for forgetting podcaster because we all know that's not a real job. Yes, that's true. Um, all right. <laughs> so everyone is warmed up. Um, this is how it's going to work. The first three questions, um, just so everyone knows, um, they're going to be about the song, A Little Bit Alexis, the classic song um, that Alexis <laughs> sings. So uh, who are we starting with, Ken? Megan. All right, Megan. Here's your question no from way. A Little Bit Alexis. <laughs> What type of car does Alexis say she is? Isn't she a Maserati or a Bugatti or, oh gosh. What's your final answer? I got to pick one, don't I? Um, I think she's a Bugatti. Is that right? Alexis. Does it rhyme with Alexis? It does not. No. Alexis <laughs> is a Lamborghini. Oh, shoot. Okay. Thank you. That's okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I have very good guesses though. They're all in the same line as a Lamborghini. So that's great. Um, all right, now we're moving on uh, to Jill. Yes. All right, Jill. What type of expensive food does Alexa say she is? Sushi. Sushi is correct. <laughs> and uh, let's go to Emily. What expensive fashion accessory does Alexa say she is? Um. Ooh, I'm trying to think of it in my head. Do you know that, like, it, could you sing the song if if prompted? I was Alexis for Halloween this year, so, <laughs> so it was a it. thing. <laughs> um, do you have a really cool hat now? I do. Uh, but I can't think of what, what fashion item she was. I don't know. Okay, so it starts verse two. Prada handbag? Prada handbag. Points. Oh. Okay. Oh. Pulled it in at the last second. <laughs> Great pull there at the end. So that's uh, that's points. Great. Uh, okay, so that ends the first three questions that were about a little bit of Lexus. And a score recap after one. No, I'm just 
Uh, now, the, the next three questions, uh, everyone loved the special Christmas episode. So if you remember, Johnny wants to have a wholesome Christmas moment with his family, which he never really gets to do. And he scrounges some money together to get the rest of his family gifts. So we're going to start with Megan. What does uh, Johnny get Moira for Christmas? Um, These are tough. I don't know. I, yeah, I'm just I'm just going to say earrings. I don't know. Okay, earrings. Uh, the correct answer, an antique tin for her wig pins. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I would have guessed a wig. Yeah, that's, that's a good guess, though, I think, having a wig. Um, all right, let's go to Jill. What does he get Alexis? Oh, I remember what he got David. Um, I just watched this episode. Um, is it Stamps? Stamps is correct. <laughs> he got Alexis uh, stamps from all over the world, uh, which she calls stickers of old men. <laughs> and uh, Emily, the ew, <laughs> ew. <laughs> Emily, the final gift. Uh, what did he get, David? I, it was was it yen? It was a very a specific amount yen. of yen. Yes, yen is correct. <laughs> a thousand yen. A thousand yen is correct. It's like ten dollars. <laughs> a little less than ten bucks. Is that what it is? A little less than ten bucks. Yeah. Currently, yeah. Uh, great job on those, everyone. Like uh, eight, seven or eight bucks. Now these next three. So all of the ones I'm doing now, these these like um, similar questions. It's just to warm you up, but they are for points. So this this is the last one that we're going to do like that. Um, this one I thought would be really fun. Uh, the show is known for characters dropping names all over the place, right? So celebrities, famous people, things like that. So I picked three quotes, one from Moira, one from Alexis, one from David, where they dropped a name, and I'm going to say blank, and uh, I'm going to give you three clues. I want you to tell me what name was dropped in that quote, okay? So we're starting with, with Megan. This is a Moira quote. Blank and I were supposed to perform our ventriloquist act for the everybody knows benefit for juvenile rhinoplasty when she suddenly drops out due to exhaustion. I had to be both puppet and puppeteer. Was it Mariska Hargitay? Eva Longoria or Bernadette Peters? I want to say Bernadette Peters. And the correct answer, Eva Longoria. Oh, Sorry. shoot. Okay. I'm glad you did that. I was like really excited to choose someone else that was a fake name, and I'm glad you picked it, though. I guess it worked. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not doing well so far. No, don't worry. They're going to get easier. These are just kind of start you off and get you on the right track here. Um, okay. This is all for fun. There's nothing on there's the no, line. Yeah, there's nothing on line. It's like <laughs> We're not Creek. sending prizes, guys. Yeah, it's all for fun. <laughs> uh, Jill, this one is for Alexis. What name was dropped? What now? Do I leave everything behind and move to some random island to be with the love of my life? Because I did that with blank in England, and it was like too rainy. Was it Harry Styles, Prince Harry, or Idris Elba? I'm pretty sure it's not the last one. It's the best choice, though. I <laughs> was it Harry Styles? It was Harry Styles. Points Good to job. Jill. And Emily, this is a David quote whose name was dropped. When she was coaching me for the Little Mr. pageant, I made the mistake of going to blank for advice. He was hosting at the time. Was it Ryan Seacrest, Mario Lopez, or Joey Fatone? Mario Lopez. Mario Lopez is correct. All right. So maybe just since those were kind of similar questions, what's our, our score recap there? All right. So far, uh, Jill with three, Emily with three, Megan yet to strike. <laughs> you will, though. But the time is nigh. All right. Here we go, Megan. Let's get you on the board. 
Uh, question uh, 10 overall. What do Jocelyn and Roland name their baby boy? They're the baby they have in the, sh in the, in show. the course of the show. Yeah, okay. Roland Moira shit. That is right. correct. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, on the board. Great. Just like that. I have watched the show. <laughs> hey, as long as you, if you get one, you know, it's okay for a bonus episode. That's all right. I mean, I've watched okay. the show and I'm not doing great, so don't feel bad. I so, would have known none of these. Would you, well, here's the thing. So, like, I I think Ken is like me uh, and maybe Jeff, too. Colleen remembers every single minute detail about TV show she watches. I watch the show the same amount of times, but I cannot recall any information, but I love the show. Yep. That's how I am. Feels right. Yeah. It's like the Ted Lasso bonus episode when I listened to it. I did not know as much as I thought I should know. Yep. It's, it's hard. These it's really hard to retain. High difficulty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, we'll go to Jill. In the episode Rock On, Jocelyn convinces the Jazzigals to go to a casino for a rock concert featuring what 1980s rock band? Poison. Poison is correct. I knew that one. All right. And I believe Poison uh, wasn't available, right? So they just go to the casino. Speaking of Poison, um, the coffee that I brought you just before we started recording, just, just a little bit. Oh, you don't like it? Hmm? Or you just put a little poison in there? I just put a little. Oh, there. thanks. Just enough to have my hair thin just, just a, a little just, bit. Yeah. <laughs> to build your tolerance up. No, to make you dependent on me like Phantom Thread. Oh, I like that. Okay. And then I'll, I'll cook you, or you'll cook me some mushrooms later? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I love that there's a Phantom Thread reference in the Shit's Creek episode, but hey, that's triviality for you. Okay. Um, our next question is going to Emily. Speaking of the Jazza girls, Jazza gals, one of them is Bob's handsome ex-wife that Moira often thinks is a man. <laughs> who loves her some bad boys and may have actually gotten back with Bob in the final episode. What is her name? Gwen. Gwen is correct. Great job. So glad there was a Gwen question. <laughs> we, we try to please here. The answer train is still rolling. Yep. And see, I think the questions are going to get a little easier for you. Um, let, we'll see how it goes. Next question going to Megan. Uh, while CEO of Rose Video, Johnny wrote a self-help book titled The Johnny Rose Way. What is the subtitle of the book? Fast forward to success. That is correct. Fast right. forward to success. I love the what happens with uh, Johnny and Stevie and, and how they build something together at the mm -hmm. end. It's really cool. I literally just watched that episode this morning where Stevie's like, look, I read your book. We can do this. <laughs> so it's right, fresh in my brain. And no one mentioned Stevie, but great character too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. um, all right. The next question going to Jill. What, quote, illegal substance did Johnny Rose try and sell in one of his earlier business ventures in town before being caught and losing all his seed money? It's the unpasteurized milk. Yeah, we'll accept that. Raw milk, yep. <laughs> Great pull there. The same thing, yeah. Love when they got pulled over. <laughs> yep. What do you got in the back there? Some raw milk. Okay. Uh, let's go to Emily. Johnny and Moira visit an Elmdale singles event at... M-A-D-L-Y, MADLY, a research for singles week in Schitt's Creek. What does the acronym MADLY stand for? It's a tough one. That's really tough. Any of the acronym ones tend to be yeah. brutal. I think that, so if you don't like this question, you can email Ann Putnam. I believe this is hers. Sorry, Ann, <laughs> for calling Thanks, you out. Ann. Just throwing people under the bus, Neil. <laughs> oh, man. I remember the episode, but oh, I don't think I can pull what the acronym stands for. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna have to tap out on that one. Okay, you're gonna tap out. Any, any, anyone else? Since it's a hard one, anyone know it? 
No. No. Uh, mature adults dating lovers. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, let's Sorry, go. Question mark after lovers. No, uh, not here at least. No question mark here. Uh, all right. Let's go back to Megan. What is Alexis's? Alexis's? No, that. Um, what is Alexis's? Yeah, I guess why not? Middle name. I'm just gonna say it. I'm gonna go for it. Moira thinks Alexis's middle name is something. Johnny thinks it's Anna, and David wasn't even aware that she had a middle name. So what is her middle name for real? Her real middle name, I believe, is Claire. Claire is correct. Okay. Three in a row for Megan. Back that, on the board. That that scene is so funny. Yeah, I, I love that episode. I love um, one of my favorite episodes, just the way it's written, is when um, Johnny thinks Alexis is pregnant. Is it Johnny or everyone thinks she's pregnant pretty much? And um, she's not, obviously, but it was Jocelyn, right? Who took the test? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so this is going to go to Jill. Simply, what is Moira's favorite season? Uh, I don't know, but I'll just take a guess and say fall. <laughs> And Moira's favorite season, anyone in the studio? I bet it's not one of the four. It is no, not one of the four. Not, like no. <laughs> pumpkin spice season or something like that. Anyone else know? An award season. Award season. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> uh, okay, we're, we're going to go to uh, Emily. And just so you know, all these questions were randomized. I have no idea. So I apologize if you get a really hard one or you know if it's too easy. I, I'm, I'm not picking anyone uh, on purpose here. So the next one, how much does Alexis say Moira is charging for pictures of both her feet at the soap opera convention? <laughs> I'll even accept one foot. $75. I will accept that. 75 each. So $150. Yep. Wow. Great poll there. I, I never would remember that. If I that was tried. a random, just a random guess. <laughs> it's subconsciously stuck in your brain. Yeah. How are we doing on score over there, Ken? Well, Megan has three in a row, bringing her score to three. Jill with five, and Emily with five. All right. We're going to go back to Megan. What unfortunate record did David set during his days playing Little League Baseball? Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> I love that episode, too. It's so funny when he's diving into home plate. Um, oh, gosh. Was it like the most time? Oh, gosh. I don't know. I'm going to tap. Are you sure don't want to take a guess? <sighs> sure. I'm going to guess the most times like the ball hit him or something. That's correct. Most oh, shit. Oh, dang. Okay. Thank you. That's, my, that's, that's pretty much the story of my little league career as well. Is it? That's how it was for you? I actually got walked a lot because I was a tiny little kid. So I had a oh, small you had no strike, strike zone. zone. Yeah. yeah. That's probably good, though. You got, always get on base. Yeah. They, that's why they put me first. And and that's, folks, why you I always... Was re- I was reliable to be too too afraid to swing. Oh, I see. So you just kind of stood there, but then you got on base. But you're probably fast, though. No. No. Um, and just for fun, um, does anyone remember what are the uh, two teams going against each other in that baseball game? It's Cafe Tropical and um, is it Bob's Garage? Bob's Garage, yeah. Yeah. Wonderful episode. Um, but uh, that's why you should always take a guess, Megan. So there, you got you okay. got points. Um, <laughs> cool. You never know if you're right. And just like uh, Emily took a guess too. She didn't know if it was 75, but she got it right. All right, uh, let's go to Jill. In the season four episode, Girls' Night, what offensive item did Patrick move to the front of the Rose Apothecary that David wanted to keep in the back room? Is it the plungers? 
It is the plungers. The black plunger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> David couldn't stand the plungers. Uh, here's a fun one. Just It's not really uh, part of the points, but uh, does anyone remember when uh, David went to, I believe it was a flea market, uh, Alexis was supposed to watch the store, and Ted came by, and they broke something? Does anyone remember? Yeah, they broke the, the sink, sink in the, the bathroom. They broke the sink, doing unquestionable acts, as they would say on, <laughs> on 1950s radio. Okay. Let's go to Emily. Speaking of exes, what is the name of the renowned New York-based photographer and ex-boyfriend of David? The fact that Moira con conveniently forgets when she invites him to Schitt's Creek for a collaboration. Um, oh, uh, Sebastian Rain. Sebastian Rain, correct. These ladies are good. They're very good. Some of the best we've had. All right. Uh, next question going to Megan. What superlative does Stevie get in her yearbook? Oh, um, wasn't it like most likely to get the guy or something like that? That is correct. Most yeah. likely to get the guy. And I think she had a really short haircut too, like kind of yeah. a, a bowl cut. Yep. All right. Uh, let's go to Jill. At the end of Schitt's Creek, who would be considered the richest resident of Schitt's Creek? <laughs> Twyla. That would be Twyla. And why is that? Uh, she won the lottery, but she didn't tell anybody. That's right. <laughs> All right, and she can't trade uh, toe rings with Alexis because they were open-toed shoes at the cafe. Okay, that was a deep but cut. she gets a lot of her dresses. That's right. Um, okay, let's go to Emily. Uh, what did the Jazzigal sing that was a reprise from earlier in the series when Alexis and David walked down the aisle at his wedding? Simply the Best. Simply the Best by Tina Turner. That is correct. Okay, we are going to go back to Megan. Ted's striking girlfriend, Heather, is an artisan of what specific export? Um, she's a farmer. Isn't it like goats, goat's milk, goat's cheese? Goat's cheese. Yep, Alex Heather, that's right. Yep, and they were talking that's, about the cheese. Speaking of which, that's my favorite Alexis scene is when she's like trying to play cool and she's doing her like hand thing like yeah i had some peanut butter earlier or whatever she says but that's my favorite like alexis moment is it yeah, yeah. That, that was really good her handwork if, if you only watch the series like the second time i watched the series all the way through i would just watch her hands because mm. they're just all over the place and it's hilarious um and uh, i love also when david gets lost in the amish community for three days <laughs> uh okay so uh, that would be you yeah, I, yeah, probably. I'd be interested just to kind of learn like what's going on over there. Uh, let's go to Jill. Why was Alexis kicked out of the Pussycat Dolls? <laughs> uh, I don't remember. I don't know. I'm going to tap on this one. She was kicked out of the, the Pussycat Dolls. Does anyone else know, by the way? Did she steal yeah. one of the Think about what would Alexa say why she was kicked out? Was she like outshining them? She was too pretty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great answer for Alexis. Okay. Now we're going to go to Emily for the next one. In what year did Johnny buy Shit's Creek as a gift for David? Uh, I think it's 1991. 1991 is correct. 
that's a really tough question. I remember looking that one up and I was like, there's no way anyone's going to get this one, but that's, that's a tough question. No hesitation. No hesitation. You're right. I just watched the first episode. So that's why. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, okay. And, um, we're doing okay on score, right? Yeah. You want to know it? Yeah, sure. Is why that not? what you're asking me? Yeah. Why not? Well, with, uh, one more question to go, it seems that, uh, Megan has six, Jill has seven and Emily has eight. Okay. All right, here we go, Megan. On the town sign for Schitt's Creek, which portrays a brother and sister in a compromising position, what is the four-word slogan that appears beneath the words, Welcome to Schitt's Creek, not the slogan that Roland adds later? Where everyone fits in. Where everyone fits in. That is correct. <laughs> How do you feel about that one, Jeff? Oh, I love that one. I liked it. <laughs> so good. All right. Uh, our next question. According to Alexis's Elmdale College degree, what did she major in? Oh. <laughs> Pubic relations. <laughs> Can you be a little bit more specific? There's just one extra word missing there, but I'll just give you a little hint there. Oh. It's two two majors, I suppose, but I, I think we should accept pubic relations, but how does everyone else feel about that? I think that's an acceptable answer. Okay, so it's marketing and pubic relations but you got the joke you got the pubic <laughs> yes joke. that's the important part and i think i've told this on the podcast before but uh i ran for uh public relations in high school with our friend tony montague who passed away it was grade school wasn't it in grade school uh yeah. sixth grade and uh, we printed um you know um posters and name tags and everything we, we got it all done at the printer let's just say clippy was not on spell check that day that's right and we went at 6 a.m to put it all around the school and then the principal called us in around 9 a.m they're like hey we, we got to take down all your posters you know i'm really sorry you're trying to win election or whatever because it says you were running for pubic relations <laughs> and so we were just mortified and we lost because no one wanted to vote for pubic relations no, but i wouldn't think so yeah not in grade school, at least. Not in grade school. No. Um, so, hate to interrupt, but uh, Jillian currently has eight, and Emily currently has eight. Megan, I'm sorry, but you're mathematically uh, eliminated at seven. But seven is a damn good score. But I just want to say, if Emily gets this next one, she'll take the cake. Okay. If she misses, we're going to a sudden death. All right, here we go. For the premiere of her movie, The Crows Have Eyes 3, Moira ordered a special dress that was not in black and white, her normal colors, and she said she simply ordered it from what international store? Mm. Um. It's a tough one. Yeah, I'm not going to pull it. Saks Fifth Avenue. I don't No idea. Good guess. Anyone else? It's a hard one. No. Is it Harrods? Harrods of London, yeah. That was going to be my guess. So we're, we're tied at eight. Is that correct, Ken? That's correct. All right, so we're basically going to go back and forth, kind of like a slug out here. All right, so if you get a one, next person has to get it and keep going. So we're going back to Jill. What food dish are Moira and David trying to make when they famously argue about folding in the cheese? It's the enchiladas. The enchiladas, that's right. All right, our uh, next question for Emily, what character does Moira play in The Crows Have Eyes 3, The Croning? This is it for me. Um, she's a doctor. I don't remember the character's name. Do you need a second to think about it? A name to pull? Mm -hmm. No, I don't think I'm going to be able to pull it. 
Um, you know, yeah, think about it. Take your time. That's a hard one. That's that's hard. Yeah. I kind of just pulled I, a random one. Yeah, I I don't I can't remember the character's name. I know she's a scientist, but I can't remember her name. Do you know Jill by happenstance? No, I just remember she was a doctor or a scientist. The answer, Dr. Clara Mandrake. I was never going to get that. That's a great name. That is a great name. That's that's a hard question. Well, with that, uh, Jill answering just one extra question correctly to bring her score all the way to nine. Uh, She's going to be the winner. Congratulations. Thank you. That was fun. Uh, was so fun. Great job to all of you, too. You were so close the entire time, but... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. On our show, we help listeners like you make the most of your finances. I sit down with NerdWallet's team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more— We answer your real-world money questions and break down the latest personal finance news. The Nerds will give you the clarity you need by cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. We don't promote get-rich-quick schemes or hype unrealistic side hustles. Instead, we offer practical knowledge that you can apply in your everyday life. You'll learn about strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. And you'll walk away with the confidence you need to ensure that your money is always working as hard as you are. So turn to the nerds to answer your real-world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Since we're here, Schitt's Creek is a welcoming community. I just have a bunch of questions we didn't use. We'll just kind of go around. Feel free to answer them as as you know them, uh, and we'll see what happens. So... Uh, all right. So how about, uh, in one episode, Moira sips on 100% insecticide free wine, even one that has a ladybug, ladybug in it, uh, at what winery? Herbert Erlinger. That's right. Herbert Erlinger. Do you like fruit wine? <laughs> <laughs> Moira Rosé. Uh, I love it. Uh, all right. Uh, Alexis has many famous exes, including Sean Penn and all three Hanson brothers, but which celebrity does she claim gave her her first kiss? Jared Leto. Jared Leto. There you go. You guys are all experts here. Uh, an international company wants to pay Wendy at the Blouse Barn $10,000 for the use of the name Blouse Barn in North America. Where was this company based? Australia. Good. Everyone's getting them right away. Love it. Uh, okay. Uh, the next one. Speaking uh, of names, what is the name of Moira's estranged younger sister she hasn't seen in over a decade, portrayed by Jennifer Irwin, who thanks the internet for letting her know the roses weren't dead? Dee Dee. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of Moira and David, what is the name of the multi-level marketing cosmetic scheme that Moira and David <laughs> get recruited into by Moira's old friend, Justine St. Pierre? Olive. yeah. You're all insane. It's great. You're so good at this. Okay. <laughs> All right, the uh, next question. What real-life actress bought a small town in Georgia for $20 million in 1989, which ultimately went bankrupt, and Dan Levy used it as part of inspiration for the show? 
Kim, Kim Basinger. Mm-hmm. Wow. I didn't know that. That's yeah. pretty cool. That's a cool fact, right? Why did she buy it? I have no idea, actually. I've never looked that up. Does anyone know? Is it just because she... off. Rich people, it's off, I'm sure. I remember when I read that, I was like, I wow, that's... I read that she wanted to make it into, like, a big film set and home to a production company, but that it just obviously never panned out. Hmm. That's, oh, that's what I read. That's I, Yeah, I'd love to research that more. It's such a cool I'm fact. Sure someone stole that idea, and now everything's made in Georgia, so... Uh, how about what is the name of the fundraiser organized by Jocelyn where David and Moira perform the number in front of the town? Asbestos Fest. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, this is a hard one. Uh, what was the name of the Nickelodeon pilot that Moira starred in where she and Ashley Tisdale played suffragettes? <laughs> Not without my daughter. <laughs> Isn't that what it is? Or is it something else? It, that might be it. Yeah. I, uh, okay. This is a hard one. What is it? It is You Go Girl. Oh. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Uh, in season five, episode Roadkill, what is the name of Baby's cat that Johnny and Moira accidentally hit on the way to the spa? I just remember how she says baby. baby. But... Uh, the answer is Sergio. Oh, okay. Uh, here's another crows have eyes question. I know it's it's a thorn in everyone's side here today, it seems. Um, what streaming service, the same one Alexis moves to New York to pursue a job with, distributed Moira Rose's The Crows Have Eyes 3, The Croning? Internet. See, I could have asked that one. Everyone would have gotten it. Uh, in addition to a few other bumper stickers, including one supporting Cafe Tropical and his own political campaign, Roland Shit proudly displays a naked image of what esteemed <laughs> British actress... Helen Mirren. Yes. Who else? Who else but Helen Mirren? British actress, nude. Uh, yeah, right. That's going to be Helen Mirren. Uh, according to her Elm Day, or we already did that one. Uh, what soap opera did Moira Rose spend six and a half seasons starring in? Sunrise. Sunrise. Mm-hmm. With Victor Garber. Victor Garber. Yeah, that's right. And she she slapped him pretty good in that episode too. Uh, what is the day job of Fabian, the penny farthing riding man, who is supposed to officiate David and Patrick's wedding? He's a haikuist. I never would have gotten that one in a million years. It's so good. <laughs> it's such a good scene. Too. It's such. I, I love like how specific they are with some of their jokes. Um, like haikuist. Like who, who would have thought of that? Um, when Alexis was twelve, she got a tattoo in Hong Kong that says, "What two-word phrase in Cantonese?" That's hot. <laughs> You're all amazing. Okay. <laughs> Uh, all right, and I think we only have one left here that I can see, uh, or two left, excuse me. These are pretty hard. What former Three's Company actress co-starred with Moira in the Lifetime movie, Not Without My Cousin? Oh. Yeah, it's a callback to what you were thinking the other movie yeah. was called, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't oh, know yeah, the right. actress's name, though. The answer, Joyce DeWitt. Yeah, the one who's not Suzanne Somers. Mm-hmm. Or um, the other blondes that circulated in afterwards to fill her role. That's right. <laughs> uh, oh, I have one extra one here I found. Uh, what animal is featured in the large painting that resides behind the front desk where Stevie works at the Rosebud Hotel? Both Emily Hampshire and Catherine O'Hara expressed their desire to keep the painting when the series ended. Is the stag. It's the stag. That's right. And uh, the last one, uh, one of my favorite like off deep cut quotes what photographer shot the tasteful nude pictures of Moira in the 1970s? Is it that famous photographer, Ann Leibovitz? It isn't. Uh, and I'm curious if this person's actually real. 
What's the answer? Richard Avedon. Oh, it is. It is a real person. He's he shot Marilyn Monroe and some other people. Well, um, you are all just uh, supremely huge fans of Shit's Creek. Great job, to everyone. Thank you. This is fun. Um, thank you for joining us. Let's start with Megan. Uh, any final words, final shout outs, any specific episodes? If someone just listening to this for the first time to have on the background when they sleep should watch right away. <laughs> sure. Um, well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, uh, let's see. Shout out to my fiance, Ryan, who's downstairs with our dog. Uh, shout out to my parents who are really big Shits Creek fans as well. They're probably really bummed I missed those first couple of questions and probably knew it immediately. Um, and I think, let's see, one that I really love is the from the fold in the cheese scene, which was like season two, episode two. I just think that that scene of Moira and David struggling to make the enchiladas is like the best scene of the whole series. So that, I would say that show. That's that a episode. great choice. I love if you go on Etsy, there's just a million products for that for that scene. <laughs> uh, a great choice. All right, yeah. let's go to Emily. Thank you so much for joining us. It's always nice to see you as well. Uh, an episode someone should check out if they haven't seen the show. And any last words? Yeah. Um, again, thanks so much for having me. I love this show, so I'm really glad that I got the opportunity to be on here today. Um, and yeah, I love that episode, The Fold in the Cheese. Neil, like you said, I got my mom a cutting board with that, like the quotes <laughs> on there uh, for that from Etsy. But um, another one of my favorite episodes is the open mic night when um, Patrick sings Simply the Best of David. So highly recommend that one. What a great moment. A lot of tears in that moment for sure. Uh, and uh, yeah, thank you very much for joining us. And Jill, uh, you're a Schitt's Creek uh, champion. Uh, you are going to be, um, I guess you can carry that mantle with you as long as you want, you'd like. But uh, yeah, any last words from you and an episode people should check out? Um, just thanks for having me again. This was a lot of fun. Um, I open, night, uh, open mic night is definitely one of my favorite episodes. And the fold and the cheese one is really great too. Um, another episode that I really love, um, there's two. One where uh, Patrick comes out to his parents is probably like one of my absolute favorite episodes. And then the episode where they have the housewarming party at um, Patrick's apartment is also really funny. I don't know if I'd start with those, but those are two great episodes. <laughs> is that the one where Ted comes drunk? Yes. Yeah. And he does the Alexis impression when they go to sleep. And... <laughs> yeah, that's a, that. that's a great episode. And then everyone gets jealous because uh, was it Ted and David kiss? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, great episodes. Well, thank you everyone for, for joining us. Um, Ken and Jeff, anything you'd like to add about the show or anything else uh, before we depart? I like it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's delightful. If you have a chance, check it out. Um, yeah. It's very positive, very easy to watch, character-driven. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I think my... Actually has character development. It does have character development, you're right, uh, even though it's a sitcom uh, and you get you know some of the same formatting, um, everything changes. But uh, I do want to say my favorite fact about the show... I was working on a project uh, that dealt with TV shows, and one of them was that uh, the reason Moira speaks in so many weird words is her makeup artist uh, handed her a book, um, and the book is like an, a collection of old words uh, that were real at one time, and she would go through her script, cross out words, and replace them with weird, weird ones that she found from the book, and that's why she says such weird, weird things, which is so great. Um, but yeah, thank you, everyone, for joining us. Thank you to uh, everyone again who... Submitted questions for this episode, Bettina Michelli, Ann Putnam, Lydia D'Agostino, uh, and some help from Colleen. And uh, thank you to Megan, Emily, and Jill for joining us, uh, for Matt, who wasn't here, uh, and for Ken and Jeff, who uh, helped uh, support the show today in the studio. My name is Neil, and that was Triviality. Neil.
spend less time staying in the know about all things gaming and more time actually watching and playing what you want with the IGN Daily Update Podcast. All you need is a few minutes to hear the latest from IGN on the world of video games, movies, and television with news, previews, and reviews. So listen and subscribe to the IGN Daily Update wherever you get your podcasts. That's the IGN Daily Update wherever you get your podcasts.